Good morning. On this Thursday morning, welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If you've been following with us, we have been comparing, doing a comparison and contrast between the giving of the law, the giving of the Holy Spirit, all the events that transpired and all the things that were introduced. Both of them are the Feast of Weeks, but in the New Testament, it's called the Day of Pentecost. We left off yesterday talking about If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature or a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things, all things are made new. And we've been talking about all those new things that have actually been made for us as a new creation in Christ Jesus. We left off yesterday talking about our food. The the food for the natural body is one thing that basically doesn't change unless one's diets uh, is changed by a doctor or something. But normally, an individual just simply continues eating what he's used to eating uh, unless he purposely changes his diet. But the food that the spirit man, the spiritual man, the new creation, the one that is made in the image of Christ himself, he doesn't eat the natural food, he only thrives and is nourished by spiritual food. The Word of God, Hebrews 4.12, for the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit and the joints and the marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. It is the living word of God. When it says, for the word of God is quick, it means it is alive. It is a living word. It literally has life in it. And that life that it has is because of the Holy Spirit, because of Jesus, because of the Father. If you look at it, just the printed pages on a Bible and you leave it there, nothing is going to happen. But the moment one begins to hear it, read it, study it, and allows the Holy Spirit, he will quicken that logos, that word of God, and turn it into the rhema of God. That little, small, still voice that one hears and all of a sudden comprehension and understanding of a scripture that you may have read for 20 or 30 years, all of a sudden is made alive. That is the work of the Holy Spirit, using using His power to make that word alive in us. And it is that word that is made alive in us that makes a difference. According to the scripture, my son, in Proverbs 4.20, My son, attend to my words. Incline your ears unto my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. And here's the reason why. Because the word of God will affect your physical body too. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. There's no getting around it. Flesh means our physical body. There's no way to try to read something in or out of it. It simply means that the Word of God, if we keep it where? In the midst of our heart, in our inner man, 
in that individual that has been recreated in Christ Jesus, born again by the word of God, <clears throat> he will provide for our flesh, he will provide health. And as we continue in the word of God, then we begin to realize the importance of how these things are all tied together. The spirit man must have the word of God daily. We could almost pray the Lord's Prayer. And in praying so, yes, we can find a double meaning. We can say, Our Father, which art in heaven, holy is your name. Holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, whether it's physical bread and God providing a Jehovah Jireh for our physical body, the nourishment that is necessary, or whether it is the living bread, the living word that our spirit man lives off of. It thrives, it grows. The scripture <clears throat> says that we should desire that word. We should desire it with all diligence. We should... It, 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 it It's something that we just do not put aside and say, well, you know, I'll read the Bible when I have time or when it would be like saying I'll eat whenever I want to. You know, it's really not that necessary. It is very necessary. The scripture says being born again in first Peter one twenty three, not of the corruptible seed, but the incorruptible by the word of God which liveth and abideth forever. And because it does, then we should desire that word. We should want that word in our lives. And in fact, the scripture says in 1 Peter 2, 2, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. See, that is how we grow. But the Bible does say something also interesting. It says, if so be, if you have tasted that the Lord is good, that the Lord is gracious. If you have tasted and found that the word of God is enriching to your life, then you know how important it is. So in his discourse, when Jesus in John chapter 6 is sharing and talking about he's the true bread that has come down from heaven, not like their forefathers, where before they ate the manna, even though it was miraculously, miraculously provided six days out of the week for 40 entire years, they still perished afterwards. They died. But Jesus said in John six fifty four, Whosoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. Notice, he didn't say has immortality, but has eternal life. And those of you that have been following, understand that this means the quality of life versus just simply immortality. Immortality, the sinner that dies and his spirit goes down into the lower regions of the earth, hell as it is known, or Hades or Sheol, whatever title they want to give it, they will not die. 
they will continue to live in that state that they are in. But that is not eternal life because they won't have the quality of life that God himself has guaranteed and has provided for us. When Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. That's what he was talking about. Life eternal. And then it says, then he will provide the immortality for the physical body. Whosoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And I will raise him or her up at that last day. So our physical bodies will be changed. They will be transformed. Whether it's at the rapture. Uh, when he comes for us, they will be, if we are alive, changed in a moment, which is the word autonomous, means like an atom. Or if we are dead, we will be raised up from the grave first, faster than you can blink and be changed immediately into our own new bodies. It says in verse number 56, he that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me and I in him. And as the living father. See, this is the same word for living word, living bread. As the living father has sent me and I live by the father. In other words, Jesus says the life that he has is the life of the Father. And that is the life that he wants to share and give each one that is born again. As the living Father has sent me and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. So notice, Jesus lived by what he had received of the Father, and, and that which he received of the Father, he had a commandment that he could give it to anyone that he wanted to, anyone that would come to him, anyone that would believe, anyone that would rely and fully trust in him, he would give him that. So now that individual, he lives because Jesus lives. It's almost like that song, you know, I can face tomorrow because he lives. Not only does he live, but he lives in me. And then the scripture says in verse 58, This is that bread which has come down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth this bread shall live forever. And that means for all the ages to come, forever and ever and ever. Think about it. The Word of God is alive because Jesus is alive. Jesus is the Logos of God. Jesus is also the one that spoke the Word of God into existence to create all things. And all things are held up and sustained by the word of his power. And because of that, then life is available and encouraged 
to each individual to make a choice. I put before you life and death. Choose. Choose his word. You're not reading just the Bible. You are reading God's manual for operating the human body on this planet. There he gives you the instructions of what this body was built to do, what it was not built to do, what it can accomplish, what it cannot accomplish, how it can live, how it should not live. The owner's manual, because he is our owner, is the full instruction necessary given to the species known as mankind. And that's us. But we, when we come to Christ and are born again, that manual is not just an ordinary book. It winds up being the very life flow of God through us by us being obedient and submissive to that word. So don't take it for granted every day. Get as much of the word of God in you as you possibly can. If you read the Bible, read it out loud so you can hear yourself and also see what it's saying. And then go a step further. Be a doer of it and you will retain and memorize more of that word in your life than just simply hearing one Sunday message or one Wednesday message or some TV message. But listen to the word. Read the word out loud. See it with your eyes. And then obey it by doing what it says. And you will see a difference in your life. It will become living bread for your spirit man. Even though the outer man may think, Oh man, this is a waste of time. The inner man is being renewed by the power of God and being changed from the glory of God to another level until the image of Christ is being formed in each and every one of us. Give God the glory, give God the praise for the wondrous wisdom and knowledge and understanding that God has in how we function for Him on this planet. In Jesus' name be blessed. Till we meet again on Friday, the Lord richly bless you. Amen.